I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. I've been podcasting since 2006. In that time, I've tried countless hosting platforms. But in August 2022, we switched to Transistor to power all of our shows here at True Story FM. And it's been a game changer. I love the Transistor allows unlimited podcasts and storage without extra charges. We can publish so much content. And we do. If you want to start up a podcast, do yourself a favor and host your show on Transistor. With their one-click publishing, you can get your new show onto all the major podcast directories effortlessly. And their website builder lets you quickly build custom sites for each show. The detailed analytics are invaluable, too. You can access all kinds of listener data anytime. Oh, and the versatile players allow you to embed episodes anywhere to reach new listeners. Plus, the team behind Transistor is super responsive and keeps making the platform even better. After using countless hosting services over 15 plus years, Transistor has been hands down the best podcast partner for us. If you want a hosting platform to take all the worry out of getting your podcast out into the world, go to thenextreel.com slash Transistor and check it out. Support our show and support your own show by going to thenextreel.com slash Transistor. Start growing your podcast today. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. It's the Saturday matinee. Ho, ho, ho. You hear that? It's thematically appropriate for the season. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with, oh, look, it's old, not yet gray enough Santa himself, Kyle. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and I wish everybody could actually see this show because it's Tom with his really sad dog behind him. Foster's in a cone, and if he sits just right, it looks like Tom's wearing it on his head. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to figure that out. No, you have to stay in this room. <laughs> the cone oh, of God, shame. Look at, oh, he's having a rough time he's of it. Well, it is the Saturday matinee right now, and we're doing it, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, can we talk about what you are... Uh, what you're watching right now, Tom, you first. Oh, what I've seen. Yes, I've seen mm -hmm. two movies. 
Ooh. I saw She Said, which we I think we talked about already. So I saw She Said, which I really liked, even though it's mainly just a, a movie about people answering the phone. And then <laughs> I just saw Bones and All. Which oh, tell I me loved. everything. Loved. Really? Know, anything that, about that one? Tell me about it. Timothy Chalamet's newest movie, with, mm-hmm. and also starring the lead female actress from the Escape Room movies. Oh. <laughs> I don't know her name. I'm so sorry, but it's directed by the guy that uh, did Call Me by Your Name, and it's like a oh, why. Sure. It's like a YA, a YA <laughs> romance slash horror film, um, where it's like two. Uh, young lovers that sort of meet but they're also cannibals so it's oh. beautiful and it has a very dreamy kind of call me by your name scent and then it has some legitimately really really gross stuff in it so it's <laughs> wow. really interesting and i i loved it i completely loved it yeah so bones and all i highly recommend it i mean it's weird and crazy but it's really kind of beautiful bones and all all right all right bones and all on the list and that was taylor russell that's right. Love so much from uh, the Escape Room movies, which are amazing. Yes, I by still the way. love them. Uh, Kyle, what do you got? Well, I watched this uh, streaming thing uh, about a a girl who has a supernatural uh, thing, and one of her parents went to uh, was a member of a secluded uh, school, and so now she is a, a legacy. So she's going to this school, and she's doing. And so as she gets there, she finds that there is has full of vampires and werewolves and gorgons, uh, and there's a mystery that's going on about uh, a, a former student who is angry and coming back and uh, and trying to you know, sort of take revenge <laughs> on the people there. And of course, I'm talking about Monster High the movie streaming on <laughs> Paramount Plus. <laughs> of course. Uh, because I was I like, what are you doing? My daughter, and she <laughs> liked it. And then I watched Wednesday on Netflix and went, this is the same thing. It's literally <laughs> the same story. But there's a lot less singing. Right. Oh, so it's like a it's a legit musical, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, it's a full on like uh, like with real with music actors. Like I mean, right. it is like in the High School Musical, except that they're also brightly colored vampires and and werewolves and and mummies and things uh, dancing around. It's 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 pretty good. Like in terms of uh, you know a lot of the <laughs> the kid shows that I'm forced to watch, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but it was amazing to me that I watched this big budget. Everybody's talking about a thing, and I'm like, this is literally the same plot. It's exactly like there's <laughs> even amazing. like the same scene of like let's walk through the quad and like those are where the vampires sit those are where the werewolves sit of like and they and they, and they go and this is where the gorgons is careful they can turn you to stone and like they all are wearing slouch hats and like that's exactly what they are in monster high like they literally are like almost to the costume design the same except you know tim burton loves his black and white so everything is you know right. yeah Either sure. stripes or or now he actually has added in um squares now so you know he's, <laughs> oh. he's uh, but that being said i really have enjoyed wednesday like i i've got i got went to the whole thing and it's actually a really good mystery it is extreme the special effects are fantastic the the acting is really good the I, the the scene stealer of that is the dude who plays thing like that guy <laughs> is amazing like the amount of expression he can get with just his hand he like he can he can show like happy or annoyed or even he found a way to make his hand shrug like (laughs) give that man an emmy or whatever you get for streaming show it's amazing like the amount of emotion he can convey with just his hand it's just it's astounding I wow. haven't watched a single episode of it yet, and I it's yeah. on my list, like high on my list. But yeah, uh, it's 
I, I find it, it's a little misbegotten uh, because yeah. the whole premise of the Adam family was that they're weird in a normal world. Yeah. But as soon as you take them and put them against in a werewolves weird world. and vampires <laughs> and, uh, and you know these giant creatures, Wednesday becomes the normal one. Oh, interesting. It's, wow. it's like, oh, okay. They're like, they're like, um, they're like, and also she has powers now too. <laughs> it's, it's. It, I find it a little strange. I'm like, this is so wow. far away from the original thing. But I, I found the less you thought about Adam's family, the better it was. Okay, got it. Okay, but yeah, as, as heard, a full-on like, supernatural like mystery, yeah, go for it. I've heard nothing but good things about it, and yeah. that Jenna Ortega is uh, superb. Yes, she is, and I the like fact her. that this, this, uh, she, I, I, she's not uh, Wednesday is sixteen, or she, she's fifteen and then turns sixteen in the, the course of the show. I know she's older than that, but she's to have a young girl to be able to carry a show, mm. and like not everybody could do that. So like the the, the Herculean work that she's doing here. And also having to not express, like that is another level of that. Like not only are you the lead and the lead and the title character, but you have to react without reacting. You have to emote without emoting. Uh, That's oh, a lot to ask for a young that. actor, and and she's uh, she's amazing. I saw an interview with her where she did one take of something without blinking and the director said, Oh, that's good. Do that from now on. Yeah. <laughs> and so she like just doesn't blink or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds well, like a Timber director, right? It's super timely that as we talk about this, the trailer this week for Scream Six dropped. And I know none of us talked about it, but Jenna Ortega <laughs> is in it and it's it just looks to it. be exactly the opposite of everything she's doing in Wednesday. Like right. it's blink a lot and scream. <laughs> so it's good that she has she gets to balance stuff out that's really good so yeah I, that looks I'm like it's gonna, gonna be that fun. trailer was actually pretty good it's a teaser oh but, yeah but it's a good um, one it's, it's, it's nice uh you know jason takes manhattan vibes too. yeah we get to go to the big city <laughs> scream in the big city yeah love it um i need to i need to uh settle old debts mm. oh okay. no uh and, and it's with you kyle uh oh, no. i watched uh this week a uh a movie that you picked as a trailer pick okay recently and i watched it with my son and uh it is darby and the dead oh okay i haven't had a chance to watch you it yet. haven't had a chance to watch it no it's exactly an after school special like it is <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very cute it's so not made for me but everybody's very charismatic and uh super adorable and also tony danza is in it oh and so he's yeah, the boss like, he is the boss he's uh i'm, I'm gonna just gonna tell you he's dead and he's a ghost who plays okay. a lot of chess and so there's okay. tony danza the ghost playing chess should give you an idea <laughs> of what this movie is all about so Man, that's right uh, in my wheelhouse definitely in your wheelhouse and uh so i just wanted to tell you not made for me but i do okay. think it might be something you should watch with uh with some of your family what was it called what was it called again it sounded like you said army of the dead that no, can't be right darby, darby and the dead and the dead. darby yeah it's yeah. a it's a okay. uh, like a a mean girls but uh but one of the mean girls is a ghost oh okay i'll allow it Yes. And so it is. That's the thing that that was the thing that I watched this week and I could have watched Wednesday. And so <laughs> I have that hanging over me. Oh, you know, I had one topic that I just wanted to see, Kyle, if you had a comment on. Oh, sure. What if you were Henry Cavill today? How would you be? Oh. Feeling? <laughs> I, I, I as much as it is, is it's sad that they sort of like um, 
yanked the rug out from under him. Like that it was I understand I understand what they're doing and I understand that that it is the business and, and the rebooting and all that kind of stuff. It it was a little disingenuous of like, welcome back, psych. Uh but uh, I, for, and, and, for Tom, and, we should tell Tom what happened. Oh, okay. So I am looking at him and I wonder. No, if he I knows know what's some going of on. this, but why okay. did they bring him back and then let him go? Like that what is transpired? an excellent question. And okay. I think it really comes down to change of management. Like uh, like he they had to sort of James Gunn set call him up or? and they 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 brought him in to Black Adam and had him do a cameo at the end of Black Adam, setting up like hey, he's back. And then he got to make a big announcement saying, that's right. I just I just had a conversation. I'm back as Superman. Like, we're working on stuff right now. We're going to announce it, you know, next year. It's going to be great. And then during that time, a regime change happened. And basically, uh, they're, they're uh, you know, in nature, uh, when a new uh, lion right. takes over the pride, yeah, the first thing it does is kill the kittens of the previous person <laughs> and that's what's happening now uh, so sadly all of the previous and at this point uh i was talking about this actually with with a friend of the show rob cabasco today uh yeah pretty much uh anything connected to the snyderverse is, is dead man walking i mean at this point yeah. uh at, like there's there's you know we got we get another aquaman movie coming out which will be the last Aquaman movie of <laughs> of Jason Momoa's that we get a Flash movie that will be the last time we'll see that Flash. Uh, at this point, by the end of 2023, Peacemaker will be the only thing wow. still connected to the Snyderverse. All contracts will be done. I mean, like it, it's it's a it's a weird time that there's two, there's a couple of major studio releases still on the shelf have not come out yet, and they're essentially uh, you know zombies. Wow. wow. But back to your question. Henry Cavill. Um, I think after the initial thing of like, oh man, I really wanted to, but now I didn't get to. I think he has just become the hottest free agent in Hollywood because yes. if Kevin Feige isn't blowing up his phone right now, he is he has missed the boat because oh. right now Henry Cavill has a wide open schedule and he is a hot commodity. So like any franchise, big thing, right? And he is a nerd. <laughs> he yes, plays right. Warhammer like he is a full-on nerd. Any of the of the nerdy franchises should be reaching out to him. Kathleen Kennedy, update your contact information. Like <laughs> this is the time that Henry Cavill could could show up in any of those things, and people would go absolutely berserk. If if there's not a major major announcement at Comic Con this year involving Henry Cavill, then everyone in Hollywood is asleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I felt for the guy because man, uh, to yeah. get a cameo in a movie that wasn't that great, yeah, and, <laughs> and realize that <laughs> everyone the last says time. like, hey, that's yeah. to our movie, your two minutes were the best, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You were exactly. the Dane Judy Dench of Black Adam. <laughs> right. There is just no other way than to look at this as his green mile. And um, so that's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Let's do trailers. Tom, you were first. I was first. It's me. Hey, everybody. This trailer legitimately gave me a nightmare. <laughs> I've never had a nightmare from a trailer before, but this one did. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Skinnamarink. In this house. I assume you're not going to play it. 
There's, no, there's nothing to play. It's just a bunch of. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna, just going to play the audio underneath you talking about it. Talking? <laughs> Do a real mood set. Just the creeping dread of yeah. <laughs> that Tommy Hansen brings to the. <laughs> this was at this uh, film, filmed in an, like a micro budget in his own childhood home. This guy uh, debuted this film at something called like the Fantasia Fest. It was just this um, film festival, and it blew the doors off and everybody couldn't stop talking about it so much so that shutter acquired it and is now releasing it in theaters apparently the whole thing isn't really like a linear story it's about two kids wake up and all of the windows and doors are missing in their house and the whole thing is just this dream nightmare when they wander around and there's something maybe in the house that's benevolent wait benevolent does that mean bad or good <laughs> no that, that's good benevolence that's the good malevolent yeah. I think. malevolent, malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> it seems important for me to get that right the tooth fairies upstairs um eventual <laughs> <laughs> your wishes uh and oh. they, okay. they say i guess that, they don't need george's window <laughs> they say that um it really evokes like childhood fear and that's something mm. that i really grew up with when I wasn't trying to scare myself, I also had like a lot of trouble in the dark and getting to sleep and stuff. And it's supposed to really be like that. And some people will find it incredibly boring, apparently, and some people <laughs> cannot get it out of their minds. It also blew up on uh, uh, a lot of TikTokers are talking about mm. it. They cleverly gave it to a bunch of TikTok influencers who are now talking about how they can't uh, think about anything else. What did you guys <laughs> think? Was it interesting? It's certainly the weirdest trailer that I've put up. <laughs> it's yeah. very Tommy. It's very Tommy. Like, it know. was very Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting that there's there's sort of like a there. It's interesting to to sort of track what the uh, worry and fears are of the of the the culture by what is showing up in horror movies. So I find mm -hmm. this is interesting because we're just coming out of a place where all of us were trapped inside for a year or so. And now you have a horror movie where they're trapped inside. And it's like, right. oh, okay, interesting. Like, yeah. they, you know, I'm sure there's, you, you can probably write a pretty good paper on this or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, I like to armchair for a lot of it. But interesting because the, the other thing I, I thought of was, was there's that, it was like a, I guess a short video thing that was going around that about like, corridors or whatever where it was like the the it was like a viral video basically of a guy who was had fallen into a thing and he was in a like an office building essentially mm -hmm. but there was no door there was no offices there was no exit he's just wandering around and everyone saw you just spot something out of the right. corner of your eye and so too so it's like this really and that that like that unlike that oh it's that same vibe it's that same that it's the liminal space thing of mm -hmm. like where where you wouldn't as opposed to like the old the haunt like the the abandoned mill or like the or the crypt or whatever now it's just like it's a it's your house right <laughs> and <laughs> something like, is here right. you are yeah I, I find it interesting that uh, that's where the new sort of space of horror is it's like it's 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 a, you don't have to go anywhere it's coming to you right i uh hated it i hated everything about it and i hated you <laughs> while i was watching it so i don't know that's, i mean is that clear? Right. it yep. was it was yeah i mean you're absolutely right it was legitimately terrifying nightmare fuel and um and just regret that's what i got out of this trailer i i can't remember the last time a trailer has has been so messed up <laughs> in my head like it just deeply it feels haunted and yeah, i don't mean like the, really i mean the trailer itself feels haunted and with its throwback and it's one of those movies apparently where he'll just shoot at an underexposed doorway even though there's no doors for like a while and your mind some reviewers have said you start like creating shapes because <laughs> yeah. you have to yeah 
like the kind of thing that you do like in those um paranormal activity movies mm. when you're just sort of blurring your eyes to see if anything is going to jump out and there's a lot of that in there but without the jumping out apparently yeah it's incredibly like uh, like uh uh, compelling and visceral like filmmaking you can tell this is a person who has a uh, has a real vision for the kinds of of films so, like this feels like burgeoning auteur stuff you know what yeah. i mean like this is like d this is deeply serious filmmaking and uh, uh you know respect uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, I might actually want to go watch The Piano before I watch this movie. <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> Which was terrifying in its own way. In its own way. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, you're next, Kyle. Oh, wait. When can we see Skin and Marink again, did you say? I don't know if they've... I think they've just said 2023 because Shudder, this has just really happened. Uh, so while Kyle goes, I will look that up and see if there's any more. Before you before you begin Googling, can you sing the song? Get <laughs> <laughs> a rinky dinky dink. <laughs> I am yeah. hoping that if there is a um, a, a sequel, it'll be get a rinky do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like January 20, January 13th, 2023. Oh, All right. All right. Awesome. Tagline. All right. Kyle. Will you love me in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, what do you got? Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, setting sail for a uh, another uh, destination uh, a little farther away than we would have liked, uh, but uh, we're headed back into the Spider-Verse. We're going not into it, but across it because this is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I can hear you being quiet, Mom. I, um, hope I didn't ice your game, man. No one my age says those words in that order. It's just hard to see my little man not being my little boy all the time. Yeah. For years, I've been taking care of this little boy. Making sure he is loved. That he feels like he belongs wherever he wants to be. He wants to go out into the world and do great big things. Not bad, kid. And what I worry about most... I love you, Miles. ...is they won't look out for you like us. Miles! Wanna get out of here? Wherever you go from here, you have to promise to take care of that little boy for me. Make sure he never forgets where he came from. And he never doubts that he is loved. And he never lets anyone tell him that he doesn't belong there. You gotta promise, Miles. I promise. Who do you think you are? Really? We are supposed to be the good guys. We are. Here we go. 
Um, they seem to have dropped the number. Like they used to, like they last time they announced it was supposed to be a straight up sequel, then they split it in two. But now maybe the third one's going to be called something else. You know, Spider Man there and back again. I don't know. Uh, but this is interesting. We get to we get to see a little bit uh, more of sort of what's going on. At the same time, uh, this is not giving us a whole lot, which I, I appreciate. Uh, uh, as one of my favorite uh, action movies, favorite Spider movies of all time, uh, I'm super excited to see where they go with this. And I like they're just giving us just enough. They give us a a a, a wide array of Spider Men. We get to see that Miles is going to do something that's going to make them very angry. I know. Why uh, did they? Why did he make them so mad? I don't know. Yeah. I, I I assume that he's trying to do something. You know upright that that the moral that uh, is going to be very difficult uh and they're trying to stop him from doing this but he's like no this is the right thing so that seems like a very mild thing to do and they have to try and stop him but uh we'll see and, and so there's there's precious little is coming out about this and i appreciate that i, I hope that mm, people kind of forget about this that they're they're thinking about their avatars and they're thinking about their their quantum manias and stuff too and this sort of sneaks under the radar and then just blows the doors off kind of like the last mm. one did so what do you guys think of the trailer it's a pretty remarkable trailer to just sort of yeah. have this one long scene yeah. with this one conversation, which is not about fighting or jumping over things with no. just this little. I mean, it's it was it felt incredibly um, unanimated, like it yeah. felt it felt very adult and it felt very real. And it seemed like a more of an Oscar clip than like a uh trailer but in a, in all the great ways and i deep i'm not an animation fan nor a big superhero fan and i deeply loved the spider-verse movie yeah. i thought it was just completely outstanding so i'm i'm really really excited me too uh i i like getting a little bit more than we had with the teaser i think the teaser yeah was even more of what Tom just described. It was just that weird conversation in his bedroom. And I just thought, that's a weird teaser. Why are you giving us that teaser? I don't, yeah. I need more than that. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't need, this is a movie I didn't need a teaser for, frankly. <laughs> like, I don't need to be teased. I'm ready. Like, now. <laughs> Right. I will give you my money anyway. Um, and so I, I really liked this one. And I, I think just setting up that everybody's so mad at Miles is such mm -hmm. a perfect Spider-Man trope yes. that yes. Uh, uh, that I thought they just, I, I think they did very, very well. So I've watched it a couple of times. I like it very much every time I watch it. And I, I'm with Tom. I cannot wait for this movie. <laughs> I, it's one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most uh, Me too. of upcoming yeah. And you'll have to wait, yeah. unfortunately, until June. June 2nd is when it is scheduled to drop. And I believe so that we don't away. get the, the next one until the next year. So I hope that they don't end on a cliffhanger. Well, that's a lot more time for Skinamarink. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I do my trailer? Please. Please. You guys. I just, I really miss traveling. I haven't been traveling enough. And I saw the title and I said, that's a place I want to visit too. I want to go see Infinity Pool. I don't understand why we're doing this. We barely know these people. It's one day. Let's mix things up a bit. Hi! You're just happy you found your fan club. I've been waiting six years for your second book. Is it coming out soon? I'm working on it. What do you do for money, then? He married well, rich. <laughs> I actually came here looking for inspiration. Come on. Mr. James Foster, you have to come with us. 
Here, the punishment for any crime committed is death. What? What did you say? But for a significant sum, we'll build a double to send in for your execution. your transformation. This is just a little game. But I can take some blood. Yeah! Show me how strong you are. Tell me why you're disgusting. You could just sit there. And watch it happen. James, do you worry they got the wrong man? All right, this is a, uh, that was a joke. I don't really want to. I don't really want to go here. Nobody. <laughs> no. Who would want to go here no. except Mia Goth and Skarsgård? Am I right? right? Like the the perfect people to go to this horrible, horrible place. Uh, this is a couple. They're on a, a great beach vacation on in La Tolka which is a, a lovely fictional place and a horrible thing happens. And then they get to meet the locals and the locals are not good people. Y'all, they are not good people. A couple of things interest me about this. First of all, Mia Goth is really, <laughs> really kind of cornering the market on these kind of weird uh, uh, women characters and mm -hmm. uh, in subversively violent films. Uh, so I'm just, curious about her and the choices she makes alexander skarsgård you know he's a guy who goes to award shows without pants like of course he's gonna end up in a movie like this uh, i i think there are a lot of of interesting things going on here visually it's very compelling and it probably should be because when the director is brandon cronenberg you know he wants to live up to daddy you just know he's shooting for the moon and i think this movie does it it fits right in with our cronenberg series and and uh i i was legitimately creeped out at many of the visuals that they showed in this trailer what'd you guys think uh yeah i, I everything i said about uh skin rink I, I guess ne never mind <laughs> because like <laughs> this seems to be the opposite because like them is like we stayed home i made a good point and then i watch this and i go oh wait never mind this is about going out to a fancy resort and it turns out that's terrible too so everything's movies. terrible don't go anywhere <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, that and that's also is sort of in the culture now because we got White Lotus and we've got you know all these things about like no go to the the place of your dreams but it's a nightmare mm -hmm. uh, yeah but uh, but uh, but once again that it's interesting to see these people like once again Mia Goth is sort of like getting a reputation as the new scream queen of like mm. <laughs> follow her and you're gonna get weirded out uh, but yeah it's it, interesting to see sort of like uh, what what it comes down to is like how far is is it that like how far are they willing to go uh, it's also there's also some some weird thing of like the native kind of things like hmm, yeah. there's a little 
imperialism there. I'm <laughs> kind of curious to see how they're going to play with that. But uh, I don't know. What do you think, Tommy? I was so excited for it until I saw that it was Brandon Cronenberg. <laughs> only, only because he's too much into body horror uh, stuff. And I just don't really like that. I know I just waxed rhapsodic about uh, bones and all and things like that. But I just don't like gross. Like I haven't seen... Cronenberg's last couple movies. I mean, mm. David Cronenberg's last couple movies. They just—I don't like that kind of invasion and twisting of flesh and stuff. And so, I'm just—I'm kind of scared away from it, which is weird for me. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just kind of—I just, yeah, I don't want to just sort of be hiding my eyes the entire time. So I would—I would need someone else to go see it first and then mm. tell me, you know, how is it on the body horror from like from the brood to videodrome or some sort of scale weird. of fingernails to eyeballs tell me uh, yeah. where we're at yeah. i don't even need to know you need somebody to tell you i think it's just gonna I think be it's enough it's yeah. in the trailer it's enough i feel like it's going down that road i um i, I what's so funny about that is is uh you know we did our cronenberg series and mm -hmm. uh, i mean some of the the films in that series are legit five-star movies for me that some of that body horror you know the rabbits and the um you know videodrome and like i i really enjoyed my time with those movies as weird as they are scanners <laughs> like um and, and i think they are saying so much and i feel like so much of what i've learned about how to talk about horror movies i've learned from you and <laughs> use talking about these movies and you should like them more as a result, Tom, like, okay. I feel like that's uh, so. I, it is curious to me. It is curious to me yeah. that you um, that you uh, don't truck in them as much as you do. I think she back to Mia Goth real quick. I mean, how many Mia Goth movies have you seen that are uh, like? Do you do you have a sense for for her catalog off off the dome? I, yeah. I can I can rally some off for I you. I saw her very first one. I remember the first time I saw her. I maybe it was her first. The, Curse of the Wellness? No. A Cure, cure for, for Wellness. wellness. That, cure was right. a, that was a big one. But she was uh, first, uh, she was in Future Unlimited, Haunted Love in 2013. <laughs> but that was a music video. She was in The Tunnel, uh, which was a TV series, three episodes. But uh, you might have, uh, it sounds like you didn't see her in <laughs> Lars von Trier's uh, uh, part two of his epic Nymphomaniac. Mm. Uh, oh no, I never saw that. another kind of body horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So she was in that. She was in Magpie, The Survivalist, Everest, uh, Wallander, a TV series, and then A Cure for Wellness. So she she had been okay. very busy uh, uh, before that. But Marrowbone, Suspiria, the remake, saw that. Uh, High Life. She was in High Life. Uh, the Staggering Girl. Uh, which I did not see. That was a short. Uh, she was in Emma, which was a weird pick for her. And then Mayday, The House, X, Pearl. Uh, and she's got, uh, of course, Sweet Dreams, Maxine, the triple yeah. X sequel, so, and uh, Infinity Pool upcoming. So she's she has just made interesting choices. She hangs out with a fascinating group. So um, <laughs> I am, a, I'm actually, yeah, no, I can say, Without qualification, I'm very curious about this movie. <laughs> I think it's going to be just straight up weird. When can you see it? It's 2023 sometime. I think it is, if IMDb, the worst, slowest website on the internet. Uh, January 2023 at Sundance. It looks like we might get it. Sweden gets it in March, so we might get it sometime around Looking March, for April, a distribution so. deal. Yeah, looking for a deal. <laughs> so uh, that's what we got. Do you want to play? Okay. Hooray! 
Hey! <laughs> oh, you Games. know what game it is, too. You know what game it is, given the day that this is, given who I am. Uh, Does it start with a D? What I'm, what I'm capable of producing in oh, others. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Diabolical! <laughs> Diabolical. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Diabolical. The Diabolical is a fun, fun-filled improvisational theater game <laughs> in which I, in which I offer you, Tom and or Kyle, uh, clues or, or objectives uh, for you to get your opponent to say aloud. But here's how it works. Not only do I want you to get them to guess the title of a movie, I want you to get them to guess the title of a movie by giving them clues using the character and voice of another actor or character in another different movie. So it is a bloomin' onion of improv <laughs> and spectacle. And uh, uh, we've, we, and I, you, you both have played it uh, multiple times, and I just always delight in getting you back uh, into <laughs> the saddle. Who would like to go first? You said getting us back. That seems like... <laughs> yeah, it seems punitive. Like, like revenge Kyle, Kyle, Kyle goes first. Okay. Oh, Kyle hey. Goes yeah. First. Yeah. yeah, Kyle spoke first. That's He's the rule. malevolent, not benevolent. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's, He's maleficent. Yeah. All right, Kyle, your Maybe first clue malignant. is impossible. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Wow. You can get into man. character if you want. Like, you know, you know, you're supposed to start at level one and move up. To level three. <laughs> no, you know, no. You are an expert player. You are an expert player. <laughs> well, we're starting at expert level. OK, when I play God of War. I played it on story mode. Story mode. <laughs> That's what you want? Is yeah, diabolical I like, I like to set story down mode? my controller during the fights. And yeah. just like, no, he'll handle it. Kyle's playing God of Brunch. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Ready? Okay. Go. So uh, what you got here is sort of a, a fantasy world, but not one that you'd, uh, you'd think, I want you to expect, uh, because a lot of them are based on the, the theism and things, but this is more of an atheism sort of vibe to it. It's a lot of people with animals that sort of run around, uh, part of their souls can come out, uh, and it, it makes things a little confusing about who's who and what's what, but oh, no. uh, it's been adapted a couple of times. Uh, we have uh, some feature film that, it's only only went maybe one, but once it moved to the streaming service, it got a lot better. Uh, Animals I, I, I and think souls. I, I think you'll find that uh, the mystery is uh, what's Lin Manuel Miranda doing in this show. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, are you by chance Benoit Blanc? <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> From Knives Out and Glass Onion, that was outstanding. But you're talking about it was a movie and then it went to streaming and it's it, animals running around with their souls. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm glad I'm glad that the, with the terminology of helped. I don't know. I don't really know all of the stuff. Animals there. with their souls. I know there's like a there's a mystical little dingus that everybody uses to try and navigate through stuff. But to tell you what that is would be to give away the entire name of the thing that I'm trying to get you to say. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I've given you way too much time. I'm so sorry. You did. I'm sure you did great. But I don't know what animals and souls are. What is it? That is a plus two, not three. Yep. The movie was trying to get you to say was The Golden Compass. Oh, I don't know what that is. There you go. 
<laughs> I don't even think that that's a movie. Okay. <laughs> Good. I, so I, that wasn't a movie. Okay. Is that one of those yeah, like that's the, his dark materials? That's the that's the series. Oh, I've heard of there that. Oh, it's series. one of those. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Right. Okay. Well, you did excellent. You I let really you did. The portrayal was exceptional. I, right. So so was the connection was uh was it that Daniel Craig was was he a a thing in Golden Compass? Was he a voice? He or whatever? he he. Daniel Craig uh, was in the Golden Compass. Okay. the okay. movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. And then let Tom, M- M- Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And then Ian McKellen. I'm trying to think of like this. Look thing. at you. What are you doing? You that's know, this, it. That's that, that, no, no, You're a trivia out. mastermind. That, that's all I know. I watched that movie once and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it was. That was, that was a movie that was made to not get a sequel. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Here we go. Tom, for Ready. you. <laughs> I know. This is, this is this is where we find out how, how few okay. movies I've seen in the last couple of years. This is going to be rough. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So delighted by this. One. Do, you, do you need to do you need to uh, shut off your mic to get into character? Oh right. Again? Oh that's right. Because I need to. That's no, your I'm method. Just, that's this your one, method. You know. I'm just gonna go because I legit don't know how it, it sounds. At all, I do not remember, but I'm going to still go for it. I'm going to give better context clues. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um. So, so don't lean in too much with the tone of voice that I'm using because I literally do not know how it's just more what I'm saying. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I just got done eating after midnight. Oh, I'm so smart now. And now that I'm all wet and eating after midnight, I have to go sail around the universe with this dog man who I think was used to be a part of a dance team. Is that who is in this movie? I think that was what it was. And all the directors, uh, no, I won't go that way. So there's a dog man, and then he, the dog man helps this woman find out that she's like a queen or something, and then she goes to like a, a wedding, and then they go to another wedding because this movie is, is just aimless. Oh, I'm so smart and wet, and there's so many of us. Oh, we're all over the place, and we're just taking over this crazy building. I'm so smart. Time. <laughs> okay. Oh, Yikes. <laughs> did you did you end with I'm so smart? Yes. Yeah. Smart I've been saying I'm so wet. smart okay. a couple okay. times. Okay. So yes. is he okay? So are you the Tony Randall Gremlin from Gremlins 2, the new batch? Is that right? I'd like to call it Tony Randall adjacent. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Tony Randall does the, the voice. brain gremlin. Okay, the brain uh, gremlin. Yeah. But Tony Randall too. does the voice. He does. Tony Randall yeah. does the oh, voice. Okay. He talks like real Siri. Oh, yes. that's right. From the beginning, I was with you. I was like, this is a gremlin. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. So I'm glad you threw the smart thing at the end. I missed so it at the start. smart and wet. <laughs> and you're talking about the underrated classic jupiter ascendant right <laughs> correct well done wow you took a bunch of nothing and made it into gold well done sir yeah i was... really thought you were trying to have him do gizmo and i'm like that's not what gizmo sounds like you'd have to be like gizmo like a, yep. you gotta go way <laughs> gizmo would not, there aren't there isn't quite enough vocabulary to True. to do gizmo so. right uh okay where is my discord they're like right on that same yeah totally uh, okay, so Kyle, back 
to you. Wow, this is, it's like it's like you it's like you know the the small amount of cards that I have in my in my <laughs> I used to do a whole bit with this, but we'll see if I can bring it back up again. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm so easily gonna slip the wrong way. Okay, mm, come on, you can you can walk this tightrope. <laughs> come on, Jen, you got this. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> to give myself a pep talk. Now I'm back in the show. Hey, here we go. Okay, it's 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 a very complicated movie. It's, it's uh, you see you, what you, you have uh, uh, people that are they're moving uh, back and forth in in time. You see, but uh, they're they're not doing it for. Um, to nice reasons uh they they have uh maps and things and they're, they're actually taking taking things uh that, that don't belong to them uh, uh it, it it's it's very disconcerting uh people uh, should not be uh, helping themselves to to treasures that they don't belong i have to them. A, um, parts uh, so, of a guess uh, they, are you uh, by they, chance hugh grant i first. am hugh grant <gasps> and oh you're talking gosh. and you're talking about time bandits oh, oh, oh baby but do i have what? to know then which movie hugh grant is I'm sorry, I'm, I'm late for a special event. Four weddings at a funeral? <laughs> uh oh. My God. Good work, Kyle. Simpatico. That was astounding. Kyle does good work. work. I've not done my Hugh Grant impression in so long. I didn't know if he was still in there. Wow. <laughs> if I, I was know. to try a Hugh Grant impression, it would sound exactly like Brain Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm, Tommy, I'm sending you another clue, and I, I look forward to hearing Brain Gremlin uh, again. Oh, Ooh, no. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's not... Okay. Um, yep, and I don't know why I have to write it down. I, maybe it's, I'm just stalling. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, no, I don't know how to do it. I don't really know how to at all. Okay. Um, here comes me. I'm in the court. I have to tell you, there's this guy that goes to my school, and he's very sick. And we have to send over maybe the principal or something because he's having a lot of trouble. Someone that looked like him was in a in a parade, and I'm in the court, and it, court is in session uh, because uh, when he's not like writing his name on some sort of big water container, I'm think I'm watching someone put a banana in a tailpipe. I have not seen this movie in a very, very long time. And I can't even picture what I look like. I may have been in the police academy. I literally do not know. But right now, I'm in court, and court is in session. That's a clue. Anyways. Um, uh, let's see. He's singing in the shower, and he's he's in a parade. I think he was... Shake it up, baby. <laughs> what song was that they were playing? I don't remember. Time, <laughs> time. Okay. Well, there. Uh, I will say there's enough in there. Is there? Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I know. I okay. So he's talking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Correct. One. But I have no idea who the guy in the court is. I don't even know what court is. It a basketball court? Is it a like legal court? Is uh. it? Court is, in legal court. court is in court session. Is in okay, session. so a, a judge of some kind, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> There's two <laughs> from Beverly Hills Cop. Correct. There's three. <laughs> I don't know how he sounds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. I, 
So I just not, tried to give you clues about was, his first name. Not, like, that can, was amazing. Can, <laughs> call up Jim Meskimen and say, how do you do a Judge Reinhold? You go, oh, oh uh, man. All right. Well, speaking of, would say, I don't. speaking of impossible clues, back to Kyle. Okay. Let's so see we'll, if you've got we'll reveal all of the these movies. Clue at the end of that one. Kyle oh, has boy. one. Okay. I've never right. got, I've never, uh, uh, went into this region before. So this will be interesting to see. I don't oh. know what's going to happen. Oh, this is going to be interesting. So <clears throat> I've heard, it's one of these things you've, you've heard a bunch of times, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but I've never actually, you know, come out the, the old vocal cords. So cool. we're going to see what, we're going to see what's going to happen now. Okay. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Hey, up! Uh, what 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 did you see here? It's uh, one of them uh, space pictures. Uh, I'm not uh, not big on them. We, we don't get uh, this far north. We don't uh, get a lot of those. Uh, but this one uh, takes place in the future, even though the year is set in the past. Uh, explain that to me. I, I don't understand. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble with my my, my greenery here. Um, uh, it's uh, there's a uh, one of them uh, talking computers, but like uh, my my phone talks. I, I don't know why that's so scary, but uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I just. <laughs> I mean, little, there's something seems to be growing in my. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, uh, let, let's see. Uh, where was I? I was. Uh, I, uh... Oh no! <laughs> oh, I think oh, something no. just crash landed in my backyard. Hold on. <laughs> there's so, so much good, in there, but I don't. I... Wait. So okay. So there's something. Oh, there's no, greenery. Keep going. All right. Greenery. <laughs> It's like you want to get into the building, but the the thing won't let you in the building. You're just like, hey, could you let me in the building? And it's, it, it keeps on. Uh, I, oh, I don't no. know. That's, that's why I don't talk to my phone. <laughs> Sometimes they talk back at you. But I got that song stuck in my head now that, uh, you know, how's it go? The, mm, the, mm, uh, uh, <coughs> sorry, I got the, something, something seems to be. <coughs> Where's <You're>... my lawnmower? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. Wait. Lot. Lot more. Jeez, man. Let me go into that my old so comic what books. You got? Uh, these hold are horror-based comic books. Are you potential? Hold on. Hold on. Stop. 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 Creep show. Are you the Stephen King character in Creep show that touches the goo and yes. becomes all? But then you're talking about. Trying to get into a, I thought for a second it was maybe two thousand and one, but you're trying to get into a building. Oh no! I talked him out of it. <laughs> I know. Is it two thousand and one? He went there it and then. Is, it oh, is. it's two thousand and one. Oh, I was trying to look at the How do you get someone to open the pod bay doors? House. Pod yeah, bay open doors. The, uh, pod bay doors were out. Okay. That was. That was Kyle doing Jordy Verrill. That's right. In Creep Show. That's right. That's I've, I've that heard Stephen, no, Stephen King audiobooks, and I was like just trying to like, how does he talk? That's incredible. Uh, it's like okay. you got to have that phrase to lock in, and I uh, that was right. I was like, okay, I, uh, I can just if I can just hang on to that. I, uh. Uh, all right, Tom. Oh no! I apologize to all the people of Maine who have have dealt with so many supernatural forces over the years. Then to have Sometimes that me inflict that accent on them, I apologize. Ooh. Oh, I think this is doable. Oh, I thought he was starting already. Nope. Ooh. Um, okay. Um Hello, 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 my <laughs> droogies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, welly, 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 well. I'm here to tell you a little story about a per about a color, a man with a color who gets on a stage and sings. Well, per perseveration. I don't know. I messed it all up. Hold on. Welly, 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 well. I got that part down. And Drew's. I got that part. And um. I haven't seen the movie in such a long time. I don't exactly remember how it goes, but I'm pretty sure he's a musician and he knows this uh, girl named Nikki who's doing something weird with a magazine. And he's, oh, he's in a tub at one point listening to birds whine. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still going? I, I got to say, this Do whole impression is going like clockwork. So... <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. So, uh, I it's I don't know the, the name, but this is Malcolm McDowell's character from Clockwork Orange. Correct. Yes, it whose is. name I can't remember. Uh, and you're talking about Purple Rain. Yes, and I'm sorry yes. I said the word perp. Oh, I, yeah. I messed Actually, up. Well, see, but that took me to Color Purple. So it was, oh, like, no, it was the other clues be... that took me back around to like Dubs Cry and, and the bathtub and have to. Oh, Got good. It. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you trying to get me to Under the Cherry Moon? But no. <laughs> welly, 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 welly. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got one more. Last round. One more in our round of four. And this one goes to Kyle. This is fun and exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's exhausting in a really good way. <laughs> well, I hope so. You put these things out there. It's like, is that a distinctive? Okay. I got yeah, Judge Reinhold. We're kind of in the same boat here. Oh, so. okay. That's fine. Just say one of the words <laughs> in the title like I did. That <laughs> really, it really well, simplifies yeah. things. All right. So this is the problem I don't really have because I, I, I'm rich. Uh, but uh, this the story about this uh, guy who's got to buy a toy for his kid or whatever uh, and has to go all over the place. He's even uh, he's even has to match with with Sinbad at one point. I mean, I don't uh -oh. understand. Why can't you just send your butler out to, to get it like I do? I just, oh, hold on. There's a there's a call coming in for me. It's on a special phone. Uh, I need to just hang on. Oh, no, it's, oh, sorry, there's a light shining in my eyes. I'm having trouble. What was I talking about? Oh, um, yeah, I, you had trouble understanding this guy's accent. He kind of sounds a lot like Mr. Freeze. Okay. <laughs> no. So, Vicky, oh, could you get wait. the phone? There we go. I was huh? wondering who was going to huh? get the phone. Nice. Was that too far away from the mic? Did you not hear that? <laughs> no, I, I didn't hear what you said. Okay. I heard you say something. Vicky, can you get the phone? <laughs> that right. doesn't help, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, wait, I have a guess. <laughs> But I don't know if this is anywhere near even a movie. I'm so tired from Dancing with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight, you know. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. So do you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Okay, so that's Batman. <laughs> and that's Jack Nicholson. But then also Michael Keaton. At one point, you mentioned... Um, <laughs> so much going on. Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. Mm. Was there a Christmas movie called... <laughs> I may be making well, this up. No, you was had there your a, mouth was in the right shape. Is there a movie called Jingle All the Way? Yes! yes! That was <laughs> it! <laughs> Trifecta! Wow. Nice. So outstanding. What were the so what were the three then? Because I mentioned like Well, that was it. No, you may it was it was Michael Keaton in Got Burton's Batman. It was, yes, it was Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne. I was like, God, is it, that I'm a rich. distinctive voice? But then I came back and I said, You could do the Batman. But yeah, but then I, you mean, like Michael Batman. Keaton's 
Bat, Bruce Wayne is, is, is like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Like, it's not. Right. It's, right. it's, not, it's like, you know, I want you to tell your friends about me. It's me, Bruce Wayne. It's me, Batman. Like, it's, got it. It's Christian Bale is like, well, yeah, what's going on? What are we serious. doing? Swear to me. Yeah. Oh, Vicky, because Vicky Vale. What Vicky was Vale. The, okay, got it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent work. All right. You did last perfect. one. This, oh, no. Tom, is for you. Know. You're going to end. Yeah. This, no, is, this, this is, is the, the big, last one, the, Tom. This is the, the last one. I know you're exhausted. But it is the grand finale. Yeah, you're doing three characters at the same time. I expect you to really get into the part, really dive in, and do it. Yep. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Wait. No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking of a different movie. Okay. I. Oh, but I. I remember that one. Okay. Well, that's a ball game of a different color. Too many things. 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 She just asked, "Will you be my mom?" If, if I say, "Will you be my mom?" I'll be your mom. But but we had a, too many things. Too many things. Oh, you want to go for a walk? I don't want to leave this room. Um, anyways, so there was this movie that I saw, and I was always like, before I saw this movie, I was like, "Boy, I really wonder what Harvey Keitel's penis looks like." And then I saw this movie, <laughs> and it was like, "Hooray! Oh, all eighty-eight keys of it. Oh boy, oh boy, too many things. Too many things. Too many things." Uh, 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 Okay. Uh, okay. You're my baby boy. You're my baby boy. Um, what else happens in this movie? <laughs> oh I, 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 I went to the movie. If, if I can, if if you can you tell me a little more about who file. you are, that would be helpful. Uh, oh, so wait. Which don't you know? Yeah, I, do, you know I, I know what anything? movie you're talking about. I don't yes. know who you are yet. Got it. Let me keep. Let me keep going. Um, now I'm in a scene, and everyone's filming me. Let me see. You have a very large member. <laughs> Too many things, too many things, too many things. <laughs> too many things, too many things, too many things. <laughs> yes, I'll be your mom. Yes, I'll be your mom. Uh, I, it's uncanny. I almost no. think you were in that movie. <laughs> oh, let's see. It's New Year's Eve with a party. <laughs> let's just leave a gun somewhere. Okay. Too many things, too many things. There's probably so many better things I can be doing. <laughs> But I can't think of other things. Um, spill the wine. Drink that girl. Look at if the camera falls right into the pool. I'm done. I don't know why I'm it's picking fa- such a Kyle, if you don't, I, I, seriously, you may not have seen it if you don't. I have don't it think I have because it's 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 the it's the Darren Aronofsky uh, heroin movie, right? No, no. Okay, no. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm stumped. <laughs> that was a brilliant impression of Amber Waves, aka Julianne Moore, in Boogie Nights. Oh, I have seen Boogie Nights, but I didn't get that that was Julianne Moore. Sorry, uh, I didn't do a good so job. Good. That's why I didn't get the <laughs> Moore. I guess it's the. It's, I, I guess uh, what I remember from the movie, I don't remember that. That's a big <laughs> scene when she's with what's her name, and she's like, "Well, I'll be your mom. I'll ask you if you when Roller Girl." And she are having a huge cocaine ah, off okay. in like a bedroom, and apparently that's the only. I, originally, scene I, thought I, you were, I thought you were uh, Rain Man. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a better Rain Man. <laughs> My apologies. That was amazing. Uh, that is the diabolical, and you guys did great. Thanks, oh, Uncle P. Dear, that you. that brain gremlin. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> you can take to the bank. <laughs> uh, all right. That this means it's time to talk about the list. The list was perfect endings from last week, and so we're talking about movies with perfect endings. Did you guys go down the road of having perfect endings, meaning happy or good endings, or uh, were they? How how did you define a, a perfect ending? I have some 
horrifically dystopian endings, <laughs> but that are perfect for the thing. So I, I okay. decided that, yeah, a perfect ending doesn't necessarily mean a happy ending. So I have a, a okay. little mix of both. I okay, agree. I do the same thing. Mine ended up, uh, I, I sort of uh, latched on to uh, my favorite last lines. Oh, yeah. And so that's, that's sort I of what too. I ended up having as a theme. So like all, all mine have like a, a great final line that sort of puts the the the, the final cherry on top. Oh, of great nice. Ending. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Kyle, you were, no, Tommy, you were first. Who oh, so first, I go Tommy? first with this one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this, I want to, this is one of the most downbeat endings of a movie that I deeply love, that I've ever seen. So much so that when I saw it, I remember where I was. I was yeah. in Spoiler warnings, everybody. Yeah. yeah. When I saw it, oh, yeah, across the board, spoiler warnings. Oh, you don't even know what we're going to be spoiling. We don't know what's, what's going to happen. Just don't fly on. Um, oh, yeah. Look at the podcast, like the notes. Yeah, look at the notes. The, yeah. the, spoil, the spoil yourself. The and then get spoiled. Okay. So much so, I was in Bellingham, Washington, and I was seeing it with my friends, the Smalls. And when this ending happened out loud in a pretty full theater, I went, Jesus Christ, because I forgot that I was with people because I was so invested in the characters and what was going on. And the coolest thing about it is that the ending of this movie is so much better than the ending of the original novella that it was based on. This is Stephen King's the mist oh yeah when it when the he's waiting for things he does what he well how much are we spoiling like are we just talking <laughs> about it, or right, just sort of, it. I say at this point go for it yeah okay yeah i mean he does what you would probably do when you're in stuck in a complete world of cosmic horror they mm -hmm. see this gigantic um creature go by which is filmed exactly like in the book where it says it's so tall you can only you can't really see anything but the, it's underbelly right um and then he takes the life of the his uh travel mates uh in order to save them and then he goes and he's going to uh ha be eaten by a monster and instead through the mist which is now rapidly clearing comes a tank because civilization has returned mm -hmm. so if he had only waited 15 more seconds it would have been yeah so i think that is such a perfect do you guys know how the novella ends do you care yeah they no. just wander off into the mist they're just know. driving and they hear something on the radio he hears two words one word was hartford and the other word was hope the end wow. like that's the end of it they just drive the into end. the mist that's yeah. the end and frank darabont wanted like a real hardcore ending and he got it he I got think he made it the right for choice. sure absolutely and stephen king loves it yeah. He, he, yeah, he agreed with it. And I think both of them. He also loves the ending. I think both of them had in their here contract that they, that they would, it was in their contract that the ending had to stay the same. Hmm. Even if it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you, have you, I assume that you guys have watched the black and white version of that movie? After you, I found it after you and Andy was talking about it and it's better. It's great. It's freaking extraordinary. It's yeah. so good. It's such a beautiful watch. The what black and white does to the mist, to mm -hmm. the mist, is the wonderful. Mist. Kyle, you are up for number two. Sure. Uh, so uh, this was uh, uh, one that's it's obviously it's I, I sort of started from um, pretty populist, and then it gets sort of more obscure as it goes down. So uh, this one is is a uh, uh, one of those things that. Um, you didn't really have a big, a lot of big expectations going in because it's like a lot of sort of low end things, some good ideas, but then somehow the, some of its parts comes out together. So we have a, a, a supernatural fight at the end. They've made the mistake of inviting the monsters into their home. Everything is, is, has fallen apart. 
their plans are falling apart. They're going to be killed. And suddenly uh, a hero comes in, crashes to the wall, kills the monsters and says, one thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach all the damn vampires. Oh. <laughs> From 1987, The Lost Boys. The Lost it's Boys. Great, and it's just like the ultimate. One thing I love about that is it like opens up so many more questions that the movie's just like, and we're done. Like, <laughs> Gotta yeah. go. Oh, he knew the whole time. How did? And there's all, as even the, the rest of the cast are just standing there with stunned looks on their faces as like, they hit black and the credits roll. I love it. That is amazing. Good choice. That's amazing. Schumacher, what a man. great Joel Schumacher, choice. when he was hot, he was hot. <laughs> I, uh, mine, my first uh, pick is a musical number. Um, I, this one is, it, this, this, I find this movie, I, I introduce this movie to people and they're like, I don't get it. It's really too angry. I don't know why you like it. How, how could you possibly see this as a movie uh, about, uh, a solid relationship between a student and a teacher. Uh, and I say, because I'm a sociopath, I'm talking about <laughs> Whiplash. And I love the way this movie ends. That final sequence where he comes back on stage and ends up dominating this band performance. And uh, J.K. Simmons... And he find alignment finally after the entire thing. Uh, they actually are able through music to find that that alignment together and actually and actually realize what a conductor is supposed to do and and do it really fantastically. That is, I watch the end sequence that last fifteen minutes mm -hmm. uh, more than any other part of that movie. I just find it really um, fantastic. So Whiplash. The audacity to film the final double smile just at the eyes. He doesn't even yeah. film their full <laughs> face. You just yeah. see the eyes sort of relax and crinkle. Like, yeah. good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you didn't it's, like it? Did you not like it? I loved it. Oh, oh I think good. it's amazing. Okay. I'm using sure. audacity as like, it's yeah. the final image and you're about to go into that big crane shot and you don't, you just give eyes. Is just, it's so brave and weird and outstanding and perfect. Yeah. I love Outstanding. It. Uh, that means, actually, it's back to you. Oh, it is. Um, my next one. Oh, yes, because I made. Yes, I'll do that one. It's uh, I'll do it in three words and you guys can tell me <laughs> if you know what it is. We are not dead. <laughs> Monty Python. Uh... Sounds like it, right? Yeah. No, this is one of my favorite haunted house movies in the entire world. And it turns out that uh, the people that are being haunted are actually the haunters. It's Nicole Kidman and her two beautiful oh, children wow. in yeah. The Others. others. The I was others. just thinking about the movie today. Really? Yeah, when yeah. they find out th during the seance yeah. that they are the ones that are actually the haunting the house. Yeah. One they of the, the best twists yeah. I've ever seen in my entire mm -hmm. life. And even without it, the movie is such a work of art. It's just so patient and beautiful. So I love it. Oh, I need to watch that again. That's a good Yeah, pick. you do. That and Jupiter is All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. Really, really well. That one, I, that one I've seen. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry. No, oh, I liked it. I did, I did too. Okay. I, well, I like, I'm on board. It, it's very, it has a lot of problems with it, but I love mm -hmm. the world so much. That yeah, they were my, that I, my main it. problem is third act. Like yep. they're, they're just like, like tense psychological thriller. How do we end this? Car chase? It's like, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. 
<laughs> also, yeah. it's assault planes, and somehow they end up doing a head-on collision. You know, like there's nothing. To <laughs> yeah, stop. You can just not a lot around us. Right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What's your second pick? Back to, back to good endings. Mm-hmm. Um, this one actually that, that I'm, I'm so glad that I took a film class because this came across my path that I don't think I ever would have uh, known this before. Uh, it's it's the, and uh, once again, this might be a difference in translation, uh, but I, I thought it was great. So at the end of this this uh, movie, it is a, a violent, blood-soaked movie. Uh, about uh, like a, a, a warrior comes to town and finds the town it has is being controlled by two rival factions and he ends up um, uh, allying himself with one of them and then the other one and then back to the basically bouncing back and forth hiring himself out and at the end uh, as the town is, is covered in bloody dismembered oh. pieces all around the ground uh, he looks around and says town should be a lot quieter now <laughs> and then turns and exits in yojimbo 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 did you see the remake with bruce willis i did, I did for like for a few dollars or something something some, i think it's some, last man standing oh last yes. day i was saying yeah, some, 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 some tough guy violent thing and yeah. it just like missed the whole dark humor <laughs> entirely where it was just like leaping out of buildings with the fedora on and shooting guns i'm like no that's not the the point of it wasn't uh, yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah um uh, my second pick oh there's i actually have a list of of many that i i liked but the cheekiness of the last line of this particular movie i can't i just can't let it let it pass without putting it on this list for this line uh at all it's a it's a phone call it's a phone call it's a it's a guy who's decided he's going to take a little vacation in a sunny place with a wide brimmed hat and he he's talking to an old friend and and says that uh, you know he wishes her well but he's having an old friend for dinner we're <laughs> talking about the silence of the lambs that was where he's he's about what was his name dr childers dr uh anyway, yeah, childers. childers yeah so he's about to have dr childers for dinner it's just so cheeky and awesome and uh what a great way to wrap that movie I think it would have been better if he was like, I'm having an old friend over for dinner. No, not over. I'm having him. <laughs> I'm, I'm having I'm eat- him. Wait, with him. let me. I'm having dinner with him. Do you understand him? what I'm saying? On yeah. the plate. So is it with He's, him? Yeah. I, I, my pulse didn't go up when I swallowed her. Tongue. All right. Look, I got to go. He's like, you back. Dr. Childers is like already in a cab. And he's like, man. <laughs> that right, is Thomas, excellent. All right. Pick? Let's see. I'm going to do this one. Um, this was, oh no, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing a different one by the exact same director. I saw this first real twist in college. Well, this was a twist. I saw this in college where they would come and before months before the movie came out, they would release certain movies on college campuses to start get word of mouth. And I thought this was so much fun. And it's still one of my favorite movies of his, even though it is not considered a good one of his uh but when uh sean penn holds up that t-shirt that says i got thrown i shot my brother and got thrown out of a building and hunted by SDGs, and all i got was this lousy t-shirt when it turns out that the game was a game the entire time and the whole thing is set up and they still do it they he keeps up the pace at the end and then with the love interest and stuff mm-hmm. fast and then just does one thing where he's like you know luckily you jumped if you didn't i would have had to throw you off of to take away from the mountain of impossibilities uh-huh. of things that had to go right to the exact right way <laughs> but still it is just so much fun i love that movie uh so yeah that is the game by david fincher 
Yeah. What that a might great, be my favorite that's Fincher movie. Really? really? Oh, that's yeah. exciting. Oh, I really, I mean, I like, I, he's, he's one, I haven't loved everything he's done, but yeah, like that one has like just this weird, dark energy, mm-hmm. fun, but also <laughs> strangeness to it. Yeah. Yes. And I love that it all sort of comes together as opposed to like, I, I like that as opposed to a Zodiac where you're just like, huh? <laughs> yes. Can you? But I, you, there are some, there are definitely some Finchers that are, I, I think are higher on, on my list. Sure. That one, I watched it again and it dated a, a little oh, bit less it? well. Okay. Uh, just the whole like 1% uh, privileged oh, uh, sure. kind of Yeah. That the biggest problem is, is like, he's sad. It's yeah. Like, he's so sad. We're going to spend his millions of dollars house. because he's kind of sad. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyhow. All right. Uh, Oh, Kyle, your pick. It's me. Okay. So this is, I'm going to have to take a little walk on this one. Uh, This might be too obscure for even you guys, (laughs) but it's like a thing I've always wanted to talk about in this because it's it's one of my favorite independent films that it's one of that from the blockbuster era where Mm. I was just like, that's interesting cover. And I would just rent the tape and watch it Mm -hmm. and end up being one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, So this is the the movie I will say because I, I can't build up to it because you don't know what it is because it's called Series Seven The Contenders. <gasps> now, I've seen that. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Oh, I knew I knew there was a reason that we were friends. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Okay, so the premise is basically like it, it was in the time that like Survivor was the number one show and the reality was taking over. They. They they had the it's a low budget movie, but they had the idea of like okay, where does this go? Like it, like what, like where do we end with it? And so they 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 posit that there's a television show called The Contenders, and the and the premise of the Contenders is they go to people that they have picked and hand them a gun and say, someone's gonna try and kill you, you better kill them first. And so <laughs> it's the every season, essentially every series. So this is series seven. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. is Last Man Standing. And they'll just pick. They, they basically there's apparently a raffle, uh, and they uh, they pick people, and then they just follow them with cameras around as they go, and they try and hunt down other random people. So you just have like seven, you know, six regular citizens. Like the one of them's a nurse, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and they are just you're just sort of following them around reality TV style as they're going and trying to murder other people, knowing that if they don't, they will be murdered. Uh, it's such a, a fun premise and stuff too. And so, in this sort of series, um, it turns out that the 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 winner of last season, who was pregnant at the, at the when she did the last in series six, is now the the sort of the reigning favorite in series seven, uh, and now is uh, sort of out in the world. And one of the people that's been picked uh, is her ex boyfriend. That they uh, they were together in high school. They they got together, and now one of them is going to die. So it's this oh. whole sort of all the way through as they're sort of like, do we team up? Do we, because, because, you know, basically if you don't kill someone, then the government or whoever runs this will kill you. So it's, it's it, everything that takes when place. When did in, this come out? In the, in the nineties, late nineties, maybe mm-hmm. early 2000s, but late, I think late nineties. It feels like then the hunger games and the, everybody bit, but, saw but this it, movie and then made oh, yeah. squid game out of it. Yeah. And, it, 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 like uh, it, in terms of like battle Royale, I'm, I'm yeah. sure it was a thing of it. But battle Royale takes place on an Island. This is like in your supermarket, right? Like yeah. this is happening in your town. Like people like are just like, you know, are, are people yeah, like holding sure. up signs as, as they're running around gunning each other down going woo contenders like that's it's sort of like the the dark side of of uh, america and stuff too so i'm gonna spoil it because you know but um you can't commercially uh, find it but there are other ways to youtube uh to locate this uh if you were really interested in doing it so but i'm about to spoil the ending so uh through the whole thing it's it's you know what what's going to happen what are we going to you know and then uh the lovers and they end up like end up sort of well i won't well, basically like they end up dying like so like it's it's like oh no we're gonna have all new like, we're, like next season season you know series eight all new things and a surprise return they cut to and it's 
the, his boyfriend who was shot and, and has survived. <laughs> and he's in the hospital bed and he wakes up and sees the cameras and goes, shit. And the credits <laughs> roll. And it's like, oh, it was such, it's one of my favorite final lines of a movie of all time. Because <laughs> that's like, awesome. It has this beautiful tragic this ending, this Romeo and Juliet where they both die and then everything. And then like, it's like, nope, you get now nope. your, no, you got to play the game again. It's, it's so good. That's but too yeah, good. So. Good. Series seven. I've contenders. never even heard of it. Yeah, I haven't exactly. thought of that it was, movie it was just, in so it was super, long. Actually, it has connection to Silence of the Lambs because that uh, the lead Dr. character Childers? of Series Seven is the girl in the well. Oh, oh really? Puts the lotion in the basket. Puts yep, the she is the, the she is the lead. Brooke, <laughs> um, something. Like that. Actually, if you, uh, she was actually on. Um, uh, another. You're going to have to edit this because I'm racking my brain to remember what the name of the show was. Um, Oh, I was there too. Uh, the podcast. She oh, was actually on that. Talk. She didn't talk about much about this, but she talked about sort of her career. Uh, Brooke Smith, I think is her name. I was, I was just trying to pull out my head. Uh, I think those that 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 show might have gone behind the paywall, but um, it was worth it because it was interesting to hear like a a sort of actor in a big movie who never really got to be a big celebrity, but right. has yeah, some good stories yeah. and stuff too. But yeah, series seven extenders. I, yeah, I, I I found it on uh, on the interwebs. And so, cool. Yeah. Oh, I own yeah, the DVD right next to my copy of Exam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you nerds! Um, my third pick is a. Uh, it's bittersweet. It's a bittersweet pick, and we're saving it to the very very end. Uh, my third pick is actually this show, the Saturday matinee. Uh, we have been doing this show for a lot of uh, a, a lot of years. Uh, it started with me and Andy and Steve uh, getting up, actually getting up at Saturday uh, Saturday mornings <laughs> at six in the morning and and doing the show in the dark and and getting it out that same morning. And it was a, a, a certainly a fun labor of love. It grew over the years to involve many of the hosts that have come in and out of, of the uh, the next reel and, and true story. Uh, uh, canon. And uh, it has been really a, a lot of fun for me. I love this show. I, I've always uh, really had a soft spot in my heart for this show, but it is, um, you know, for all of us, I mean, it's it's work. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And the show, I think, for lack of a better word, it it's not thriving anymore in a way that's giving us, uh, I, I think, the the return on that effort. Uh, and and we have to make hard decisions. And so we're in a position of making a hard decision right now with this show. So uh, the Saturday matinee is, in fact, coming to an end with this episode. Uh, and so thank you to everybody uh, who has uh, listened to the show, downloaded and listened to the show, who's been a part of it, uh, who's been commenting on it and joining us in the chat rooms. And especially thanks to Andy and uh, JJ and Chrissy and Mandy and other Mandy and Ocean <laughs> and Ray and Rob and Steve and Steven. And, uh, and of course, you guys, uh, uh, Kyle and, and Tommy, this has been uh, uh, just a, an incredible treat to have this show. Um, the the thing that I think has happened over the years since we expanded the host ranks is that all of us are doing other shows together. <laughs> and so the purpose, I think, of the Saturday matinee was really to spawn new creativity with a group of people that has over the last, you know, five years or so become a, a real work family here at True Story FM. So um, I know we are we are talking about a lot of other things that are that we're going to do as we move forward, new and different things. And um, it's just not going to be this thing. But we are going to rank the hosts, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a part of the members bit at the end. By yeah. <laughs> hotness, which I thought was a weird choice. Yeah. yeah, it's just a it's a just a yeah. black marble, white marble. That's all we're doing right now. So, and uh, in true so, Sat Matt fashion, we're going to series eight it, and we're all going <laughs> to each other right. down. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I worry a little bit about my instinct to want to pick a list for the next episode anyway. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm okay if we don't, but just know it's on my brain. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Well, I mean, personally, it was it was it was an honor to be asked to come on. I mean, that was nice. When we were started doing uh, Marvel Movie Man, they asked to come on this. And so we had never, you know, I've never, I'd never been on any other podcast before, except for the ones that I had sort of hosted. So it was, uh, it was fun. And then to be asked back over and over again, uh, much to the dismay of a lot of our listeners, uh, <laughs> and then to be allowed to host and then to actually like uh, make my own mark and make changes. That was, it was a big thing. I learned how to host on this show. Like I learned how to be mm. a good guest and I learned how to be a good host. I'm obviously I'm still learning. Uh, I, 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 so like, I do take up too much time. I understand, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I have, uh, I have, my skills have a uh, grown immensely uh, just being on this show. And uh, from a personal note, it has been fantastic because I would have never crossed paths with someone like Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he can't stand me in real life. He no. so barely comes out on of his house. show. Yeah, uh, but no, it's been, I mean, right. <laughs> right. I mean, the restraining order has one proviso, and it's this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I mean, uh, being able to do stuff with that to to run to, uh, you know, rub elbows with with Ocean and with and Ray and Mandy, all these people that have been um so wonderful to get to meet and to play around with. You know, to not only you know talk movie stuff too, but also to play games and and be silly and and do bits and that stuff. I mean, it, it's it's been fantastic. So I I am going to miss it. I mean, like as like with the listeners, next you know time will run around and I'll go. Oh, I, uh, I already have started thinking. I'm like, oh, next time I'm on set, I need to, oh, or I had an idea for a game. Like I need to. Oh. So you know, like the listeners, we are also in mourning, uh, but at the same time. We are also extremely busy and creative people, and so we understand that uh, these things might happen. But uh, I, I have been—I have been nothing but fun uh, every time I have been on. So I, I'm grateful that you asked me to to be a guest, that you asked me to be a host, and that you asked me to be here as we bring the curtain down. Well, truly, uh, the honor is mine uh, for both of you guys, and and um, I. I feel like it's been uh, it's been an awesome journey, and I'm uh, and at the same time, I'm kind of glad uh, to get my Saturday mornings back. <laughs> so, uh, so early, bitter, it is for sure <laughs> bittersweet, bittersweet. Uh, with that, I I have no uh, I have no news, and you know what? No plugs. So I think we'll play out with the national anthem, and uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do a montage of uh, classic diabolical characters. We could do uh, Tommy <laughs> Tommy doing Florence Pugh in Midsommar, or Martin Freeman in The Hobbit. <laughs> There was that time Kyle had to do Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious or Vinnie Jones and Lock, Stock and Barrel. Now listen. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that was a classic. 
Uh, let's see. Mandy at one point was Matt Damon in The Talented Mr. Ripley or Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. How could we ever forget? <laughs> anyway, the parade of, of those who have come and, and passed is, is uh, legion. So uh, that I, I think is fair. Uh, I do have more picks to share, though, for the bonus round for members. Me so hang on. We've got one more bonus segment. Uh, until then, uh, Kyle Olson, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Pete. And Tom, you will be missed. I, I'm missing myself already. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And good night, audience. Go do something nice for yourself. You've been sat mad at Now roll skinnamarink. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, according to my friend, Internet, this is what Letterboxd is. Letterboxd is a global social network for grassroots film discussion and discovery. Use it as a diary to record and share your opinion about films as you watch them, or just keep track of films you've seen in the past. Showcase your favorites on your profile page. That is a lot. You bet it is. That's why I want you to tell our fair listeners just one thing you do with Letterboxd that has changed the way you watch movies. Let them have it. Okay, are you ready for this? So ready. I love lists. As of today, I have 246 lists in my account. I use them to track the movies I watch, organize them in all sorts of different ways. I track them by hand. I clone lists from other people. I use them to plan what I'm going to be watching. All sorts of things. I just, I love creating lists. It's a fantastic tool. Sexiest animated characters. Andy, what is this? We love Letterboxd. And if you're a movie lover, we are sure you will too. And when you upgrade from the free account, you will remove ads and support the great Kiwi team building this amazing service. Just use the discount code NEXTREEL or visit thenextreel.com slash letterboxd to get 20% off your pro or patron membership. And it works for renewals as well.